Hi, I'm Marie Jenkins and this is my podcast, The Secret Diary of Marie Jenkins 47+. In today's Wellbeing Week episode, we interview Lisa Tai from Lisa Tai Therapy and Coaching. Enjoy. So, hi everybody, it's Marie Jenkins and this is our episode with the lovely Lisa Ty. Hi, Lisa. Hello. God, I'm always excited, aren't I? <laughs> it's really good to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you for coming along. Now, we've been friends now for probably nearly, going on for nearly two years, I think. Time flies, eh? Yeah, we met, we met, I think we've met at a few networking events, but uh, Alison Cotton's the one that we sort of go to a lot for the all yeah. networking, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. I think I met you a few years ago and then I didn't see you for ages and then I met you at Alison's meeting, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, uh, let's launch straight into our interview today. Tell, tell the audience who you are and what is it that you do? So I'm Lisa Tai and I run Lisa Tai Therapy and Coaching. I kind of um, blend um, NLP techniques, EFT tapping as a type of therapy, along with some coaching to really get the best package of care and support for people that may be struggling with anything emotional, really. Wow, okay. And we're going to talk about this a bit later on, but I think you do some absolutely incredible YouTube videos. (laughs) So, like, is it Tapping with Ty on a Tuesday? Yeah, Tapping with Ty on a Tuesday or the team. (laughs) That's how I always remember it. It's fantastic. But... So you're doing all the coaching and therapy and tapping now, but can you tell me a bit more about your career in wellbeing? Yeah, of course. I mean, I suppose I've always worked with people, customer service roles. Um, So it kind of started in my first, you know, few roles, really. It's always been, you know, talking to people. Um, I was a waitress. I've worked at Butlins. Um, (laughs) I'm overseas holiday rep. And although they might not sound like there was any well-being involved there, there absolutely was, um, especially overseas. There was a lot of um, a lot of problems overseas. Um, you had to, you know, calm people down um, and look after them generally. Um, so, yeah, it all started um, many years ago, really. Um, I suppose when it really sort of picked up for me in the well-being um, area was when I was working... Um, and I still do work for Dudley LA, and I was working with permanently excluded students, still am, three days a week, and I was introduced to some training, and that started off my NLP journey, really, Um, and along with that, I then started to train further to reach more people, Um, so yeah, I've always kind of been involved in, in, you know, uh, self-care, well-being, that sort of area in everything I've done, Fantastic. So with the skills that you've got in helping people reduce their anxiety and increase their confidence, what sort of areas do you, do you sort of focus in on? Well, at the moment, I'm, I'm looking, well, at the moment, I've always kind of worked in these main areas. So it's all about reducing your negative thinking. 
okay so i work in that area so that will include anxiety overwhelm things like that um and increasing your self-esteem um obviously if you feel great about yourself you know your confidence lifts up and everything kind of feels feels amazing doesn't it so yeah. um you know overall your well-being is, is is a lot better so i'll focus on that and i also focus a lot on trauma so trauma is different for everybody so i kind of in my world it's about any negative experience that has happened that you kind of can't stop thinking about or it holds you back in some way mm. you know when you think about something negative and it kind of it's got that hold on you and your negative response is 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 pretty pretty bad so i work on helping you to unravel that really so um yeah it's quite a big that's quite a big area um but yeah they're my three sort of main key points really that i am um, that i follow yeah it's it's incredible, isn't it? The impact of trauma and how it can affect your daily life. I mean, we had we had Lisa Richards on a previous podcast yeah. and she's a grief um, recovery specialist. And, and she's very much says about, you know, it's about looking at the positives in life. So, uh, yeah, trauma, trauma can be a massive thing in relation to well-being. But while we're talking about well-being, can you give me an idea of what do you see as the biggest challenge or even opportunity in relation to the well-being landscape at the moment? Well, I think at the moment it's the great scale of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm a mum. My kids are a bit older. Um, my kids have always kind of, you know, done sport and activities and stuff. And... But, you know, a few years ago, and even still now, I still run my son all over the place for football. <laughs> you kind of, you know, it's just what you do, but you yeah. never kind of take a step back when you're so busy just to think about what you need. And I think that, you know, well-being comes under that because, you know, it, you can't look after everybody else if you're not looking after yourself. So for mm. me, it's, it's, a great, it's a great scale of it. You know, work-life balance is, is huge. And because we've all been working from home, many of us, um, you're not getting that balance, are you, I suppose, as much as, as you had before. So, um, yeah, it's it's quite a, it's the great scale of it, I think. Um, we just don't take the time to look after ourselves. Yeah, and you're absolutely right there. I mean, in order for us to improve our well-being, we have to prioritise ourselves first, don't we? Because yeah. it can massively impact on our physical and emotional well-being. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's amazing. And you do a lot of work with young adults. I do. Can you yeah. tell me a bit more about that? I could talk all day about this, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really passionate about this. So um, I have extensive experience working with challenging teens. You know, I've worked with them for 10 years in education, when they're being permanently excluded, I'm the one that has to make sure that they are back on the right track to receive education. And it's a tall order, but it's so rewarding, but it's a challenge. So I've got kind of the that experience with 14 to 16 year olds. Also, my, my son is 15, so I'm kind of still in yeah. it as well at home. Um, but my passion really, and where I'm sort of like pushing forward with a package of care and therapy is for the 18 to 23 year olds. Now, 
part of the reason is my daughter is 19 she is at uni she's just finished her first year and it's been a really difficult year so I've been helping her through that that sort of brought to the surface um issues and problems that I wanted to help others with but also that age was probably the hardest most challenging for me um when I was that age yeah I had kind of like no one to turn to I wasn't I was very unsupported um and you know it's you just turn to other things don't you to make yourself feel better and you you really it's a lot of self-sabotage going on can be around that age Mm. and especially like the year we've just had they're like forgotten about you know they're, they're just meant to sit in their uni rooms and get on with it or just sit at home waiting for a job to turn up that's not going to happen because there's not a lot of jobs out there Mm. and a lot of them are suffering with loads of anxiety Uh, maybe maybe their anxiety has disappeared because they're not having to go into education anymore or or go and find a job because they've been sat at home but now things are going back to normal the anxiety's back because they're having that's a huge thing I'm finding drink and drugs massive um you know drinking for confidence drinking for for whatever reason and then taking other things as well um and then the trauma side of it as well so negative experiences maybe they've had something negative in education that they can't move on from maybe their relationships at home aren't brilliant and that they're stuck they can't they don't they, they haven't got enough money to move out you know there's so many there's so many things at this age and I think their heads as well are so full of decisions that you've got to make. Yeah. What about that? Because at that age, did you really know what you wanted to do with your life? You know? And it's like, well, should I do this? Should I do that? You need kind of somebody to, to guide you a little bit. So as you can see, I'm quite passionate about this. <laughs> it's, incre- it's incredible, Lisa. But obviously, if you're listening to people talking about their sort of uh, anxieties and things and improving their well-being what do you do for you what you know we talked about <laughs> self-care yeah and as a therapist and a coach you know you lead by example so what what do you do I have started to make it more of a priority um so my favorite thing to do for me is to walk and talk. Okay. <laughs> um, oh God, I mean, it is, it's so good for the soul, I think. Um, and I am lucky to be able to do this because not everyone has got a friend that they can go out walking with and just share whatever they need to. But um, I'm an ex-runner. I used to run. Um, I stopped about three or four years ago because I was getting hip problems and um, I just wasn't enjoying it as much. So I started to walk and I started to walk with a friend. And literally my favorite thing to do that absolutely clears my head every time is to get out on an evening with her um, and walk and talk. And honestly, I come back and it doesn't matter what's happened. I can, I can cope with it. Um, so that's my favorite thing to do. I've also got a dog. So, you know, if you see, I know he's lovely. He's a spaniel called Buddy. He's bloody bonkers though, honestly. But um, <laughs> Um, if I'm feeling like really low, they just know, don't they? So yeah. cuddles from Buddles. I get lots of cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's really good. Um, but I'm a really social person and I'm always tempted for my self-care to go and do something. Yeah. When actually sometimes it's just nice to, right, okay, just be, you know. Um, 
And I know a little while ago we did talk about this. We, we were having a little chat and you mentioned um, colouring in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you know what? I used to love colouring in. I've actually got a book now and some pens. So rather than going off to do something, I'm kind of like, I'll just sit and do that for a bit. Yeah, we've got, actually, if you're interested in that type of thing, Lisa, we've got an interview with a lady called Rebecca, um, Rebecca Tarr, and she's got the most incredible uh, colouring boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're absolutely fantastic, fantastic. And you put affirmations on the back of them, and there's 52, so one for every week of the year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rebecca Fay, so F-A-Y-H, and her, hers is a new business. It's okay. called New, new Dawn Creative. So if you like colouring in, uh, keep your eyes peeled because she's going to be launching her business in June. So that's exciting. But Sounds good. Sounds yeah. like something I would like, actually, yeah. It's fantastic. But I know, like you practice tapping but you also yeah. use it on yourself as well yeah i do um i tap most days i tap mostly in the morning um you know when my son's gone to school and um just before i start work it's just nice to have like just a couple of minutes just to tap on on how i'm feeling and for me it's always about acknowledging how i feel and that's basically what my whole if I'm tapping with anybody I always make sure that before we try to move on to change how you're feeling if you want to if you're feeling rubbish and you want to feel better it's not going to work if you just try and rush on you've got to connect with it so you've got to kind of acknowledge where you're at so I just find most mornings a couple of minutes sometimes you know just a minute just to yeah. just to do one round of how I feel and then you know gradually throughout the day I, I, if, if I choose to do more I can and I can just it just takes a few minutes and I can you know in set my intentions to feel better um I also suffer a lot with headaches um still get them a lot and although tapping doesn't help with migraines which I have suffered with it does help with headaches and you can actually yeah. move the head pain around until it kind of leaves you so it's really good. Oh, that's interesting. So, tapping with Ty is on YouTube. <laughs> it is. And you do like different things that might be holding people back from moving forward. And you do the videos. So, you do the tapping during the videos, and people yeah. can use them at home whenever yeah. they need them. Yeah. I mean, I've been just what I have been doing since I started them is just picking up on how I feel. And then maybe someone sent me a message and they've said, oh, I feel like this. And I've tapped on that. So it's just been like as and when on a Tuesday and sort of like if you feel tearful, if you feel anxious, if you want more energy, if you want to feel more confident, if you need to calm down, if yeah. you know, just just things that we all feel every day. And I try and keep them to you know between five and ten minutes so it's it's doable and yeah you can just click on them copy me and follow me and just do them whenever you need to in the day um lunchtime's a good good time as well if, if you're in a job yeah. that you just need to like you know have a couple of minutes out it's quite useful at lunchtime yeah that's incredible that's incredible so but we'll share we'll share all the links for how people can can access yeah them. great that's brilliant. thank you so 
Um, as we're talking about mental health, do you know anyone that personally that's had mental health issues that you know you've you've learned from? Yeah. Um, well, I think I think everybody knows somebody, don't yeah. they, who's suffering somewhere or has done. Um, it's always been in our family. I, I, I think um, I'm. I know with clinical depression, it can be hereditary. Um, my mum oh. certainly, yeah, my mum certainly suffered with the clinical depression over the years, um, and that's kind of been highs and lows. Um, and with my own mental health, I suppose, yeah, well, I, I've learned to kind of like move through mine quite well, and because I've got skills and tools, I, I, I do. If I feel myself dropping a little bit, I am able to be aware of that. So I have got the awareness, which I think is really important. Um, so I'm able to be aware for my mum as well. You know, sometimes yeah. she doesn't see that she's sinking a little bit and I'm like, I can see it or I, or I can feel it. And I, I sort of am able to help in that way. Um, but especially for my own years ago, I had... Um, an undiagnosed, I suppose, breakdown. I'm sure I had years and years ago. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm 46 now, so you know, 26 years ago, I'm sure it was. And no one really said anything. They were just, they just realised I wasn't right. I was, I was six stone nine, Marie, at my lowest. Wow. And I wasn't. I couldn't eat. Um, obviously, I wasn't eating because being that way. Um, things had got really, really difficult. And I just hit rock bottom and I was just a nervous wreck. You know, I couldn't function. And um, although I was still going to work and I was still kind of yeah. doing daily things, no one really sort of said, oh my God, are you all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah. On. And I suppose looking back now, it was definitely some sort of breakdown that I had due to yeah. something that was going on and the stuff that had happened. Um, and actually it was and I'm still friends with her, I will always be friends with her. It was a friend that helped me through this. Um, I had 50p left to my name and I was sat in a very dark flat and I thought, who am I gonna ring? Who do I need to, who can help me? Cause I just didn't know what to do anymore. So I phoned this one friend and she literally came to my rescue, met me off the train, took me to her house, fed me porridge for like three weeks, built me back up and I started to feel all right you know I'm starting to feel a bit better because I was being cared for yeah. so being rock bottom makes you so aware I think of never wanting to go back there again yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, the, the the real positive thing about the current situation is that people are being more encouraged to talk yeah. about it people are able to speak about it people are raising awareness around mental health and obviously through the pandemic we know that there's been an increase but there's there's a lot more people like you offering coaching and therapy and counseling and you know which has got to be a fantastic thing it is yeah. it is and you know people do talk and i know it's mental health awareness week but actually we talk about it a lot more than we ever have done and it, maybe it's not quite enough 
and maybe our self-care isn't always on point and we're not doing everything that we need to do but it's a lot better than it used to be so you're right we are more kind of and workplaces are more aware now aren't they um we're talking more you know we're talking um so yeah it is better yeah it's it's absolutely loads better but i just want to say like you were saying about you work predominantly with young people what between 18 23 is that yeah true? well I, I work over the years i've worked mainly with women over the years that's uh. like they've come to me you know it's just been one of those whoever's drawn to you but that age group 18 to 23 because of my experience i suppose with younger people um and a lot of people think i'm younger than what i am so i kind of <laughs> I, I get on really well with a lot of my friends are younger and you know and it's just a number isn't it age but um yeah, 18 to 23s. Oh, my camera's gone. Oh, there it is. I knew that would happen. <laughs> wobbly. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> you can see me. Um, yeah, that age group. Um, I just seem to like really resonate with them. And I think when I'm talking, it just it feels right that I that I'm helping them and, and they want to talk to me. And it's just a it's just a great place to to help. Um so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to push that forward really at the moment and get more people talking and and helping them with an affordable package really for that age so an affordable package is how does that work then is it like one-to-one is it online how, how does your packages work yep yeah, so for this age group and it is just for this age group it's one-to-one they can have online or if they're local they can come to me in Stourbridge yeah um i rent a room on a thursday evening but often that age you want to do online they want to sit at home or in in their flat and just chat you know with with their glass of wine or a cup of tea or whatever and just get on with it um so i do that um i do a a hugely reduced um price for them as well because a lot of them are out of work or they're a student and you know yeah so it's it's a lot cheaper for them um and I do a, you know, if they have three sessions, they get it a little bit cheaper as well. So it fits all my values. It just, it just, um, I'm very passionate about it. I want to help. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that comes from being a mum as well. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it must be such a rewarding job for you, Lisa. Can you have you got any sort of times that you can recollect? of what's been the most rewarding for you? I think the most rewarding is being able to help somebody in the moment. So I know last year, um, I was doing a lot of free stuff last year because people were, you know, we've never never experienced that. So I was just putting myself out there and saying, look, just give me a ring if you can. And I was talking to them when I was free. It was part of um, a group called the CoLab and um yeah we kind of got together as coaches and therapists and we help people that were struggling with the with the pandemic really so being able to help people in the moment like logging on to zoom when you've got someone who is really really struggling in whatever way and being able to help and then then message you and say i feel better is you can't get any better than that that's like unbelievable um so that was really good but i've also (laughs) because <laughs> I suffered with panic attacks years and years ago and I used to faint right? so um they were really extreme wow. and um, I used to just my doctor just gave me a paper bag and said carry that around <laughs> and I had to blow into this paper bag I mean it looked ridiculous 
but uh, <laughs> that was obviously to regulate the breathing. But um, I learned another technique that was that is that is really good. And I had somebody um, who was in the throes of a panic attack, and I was with them at the time. Yeah, I got them to do some star jumps. Okay. <laughs> What a fantastic distraction technique. Yeah. And they did these star jumps and I made them count 10, up to 10. And then literally they just started to regulate the breathing and then they started laughing and then we couldn't stop laughing. Oh, that really quickly. So when I say, oh, we're going to do some star jumps, they're like, what? <laughs> it's a brilliant distraction technique. So that was something that always sticks in my head. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, can I just get, go back just a little bit? Because you mentioned about Colab. Yes, what, the Colab. What is Colab? Who's who? Who's that partner? Um, Louise Kresic. She is a grief and loss counsellor. She's based in Worcester. I think you, well, Worcester area. I don't know if you if you've heard of her, Marie. Um, I met her through networking a few years ago. Yeah. And when lockdown sort of hit, she decided to put together um, a group of coaches, therapists, well-being experts yeah. that would offer free support to people that were struggling. Wow. So um, I wanted to be a part of that. So this organisation called the CoLab was founded and we did it for, a, for about a year and we helped people as and when we could. Um, and it was really, really good, really rewarding. And I oh. met some brilliant people through it as well absolutely um, absolutely yeah. and we know last year was a year like you know nobody has ever experienced before so the fact that you guys were there to help and offering your services for free i mean that was just incredible yeah but it was needed wasn't it i yeah. think especially 100%. for people on their own i found that there was a lot of people that lived on their own they were just like well what am i supposed to do yeah. And I, uh, there was a, a couple of people I spoke to who, because um, I've obviously posted through the collab on LinkedIn and a couple of people I'd met through LinkedIn had, had just reached out and, have you got 10 minutes? I was like, yeah. Yeah, give me a call at six and I'll, I'll speak to you. And it was just like how they were feeling was unbelievable, you know, because they had no one to bounce off. They had no one to talk to about how they were feeling. So it was, um, it wow. was interesting. Well, so so who who inspires you, Lisa? Who who's who do you look to for inspiration? Oh, I'm always looking around. I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my inspirations. My daughter's a huge inspiration to me. That's nice. Um, my granny, who died many years ago, a huge inspiration to me. Um. I, I, lots of people inspire me. Um, I suppose anyone that's doing stuff that I do as yeah. well, I kind of, I love to watch and hear about what they're doing. Um, so I'm always kind of looking at who's around, who's doing what. Um, there's some great, there's some great therapists. Laura Waldridge is, is brilliant. Um, you've met Laura, haven't you, through networking, I think. She runs yeah. Angelwood Therapies. She's very in tune with um, the spiritual side and she does lots of training courses and she's just kind of like, she's just got a lovely way about her, but she's so knowledgeable. 
yeah so I really I, I you know I, I like to be around what she does and yeah fantastic it's great isn't it because as therapists you you've all got your own personal personalities and yeah. so like yes you can learn from others as well and, and share knowledge and I think that that's really valuable part of running your own business isn't it is looking out yeah. to industry and learning from others yeah in the hope that it inspires you to improve your services so that's yeah that's right that's right and they might be doing something that I could maybe help with or or I might yeah. be able to help them in some way that could help somebody else so yeah it's, it's all it's all good yeah, yeah. I, to I totally agree I think you know people talk when when I was at uni they would talk about looking at your competitors when we did our market research but actually they're them competitors are actually your partners aren't they because yeah. like you said you can refer to and you know oh, yeah definitely yeah. um yeah I, I absolutely agree and i like to be around people that do similar things to me yeah yeah Good. it's great well lisa a half an hour has just flown by wasn't it <laughs> I told you I could talk all day, Marie. I could, <laughs> but that's because your passion for what you do really comes yeah. through, Lisa. Lisa, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best method? Any method they feel comfortable with. So I have email. I have a WhatsApp messaging service, which is really, really good for younger people. You there? Hi, Lisa. Sorry about that, listeners. We've got some <laughs> buffering on the line. <laughs> it happens. It happens. We're all used to it. Sorry, Lisa. Can you just resum the best contact methods? Yeah, you can contact me through my website, lisatytherapyandcoaching.co.uk. Um, there's also a WhatsApp button on there. Um, alternatively, give me a ring. That's on the website as well. Um, and insta direct messages um easily got to there and facebook brilliant and is it lisa ty therapy and coaching.co.uk yeah fantastic well thank you so much for your time today lisa it's been lovely to catch up with you thank you marie loved it thank you thanks i'll speak to you soon speak bye. To you soon. bye bye We hope you've enjoyed our episode today and if you're interested we have our Emotional Intelligence Workshop coming up on the 3rd of June. More information can be found on our website at www.advanceyourwellbeing.co.uk We'd love you to join us.